JB's Driving Podcast, talking about movies. JB's Driving Podcast, talking about movies. Come on, girl. Three fools in here talking about movies. I know you want to turn around. Movies. JB's Driving Podcast. Talking about movies. JB Driving Podcast. Talking about movies. Come on, girl. All right, we're back on JB Driving Podcast. Thank you for joining us. It is May 4th. May the 4th be with you on recording this. Ugh. Star Wars Day. Yeah, yeah. this if should be a jam. This you should love be that jam. show. I love that show. Yes. Yeah, that show. Um, in case you are wondering, we do indeed have several Star Wars um, pieces of the franchise in our suppository. Yes. We just covered a Jedi January this year. Let's see. Episodes one through six and the... Um, the uh, <laughs> The one movie in the middle, uh, the plan Rogue One, Rogue, Rogue One, one yeah. And there was some special up. I think I did something about the Mandalorian. I might we did. Have. We did the first season of the Mandalorian. the Mandalorian. I don't know if we ever came back for the second season, Ooh, which we, was okay. The second season was okay. The second season was okay, and the third I season haven't watched is the third complete season. ass. Is it's, it? It's it is it is a disaster. Because um, I you, I knew you were going to be watching it with the kids. Yes. So well, I figured I'd wait and w- see. It it is not good. You just get pulled into that nonsense. It's nonsense. Kids don't know. They don't know any better. Well, not only that, it's, it's poorly written. Mm. It is poorly written. Well, the first two oh, seasons were really well done. The first season was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. They, they, bought you, they brought you in on that one, and then they screwed you with, the, with pretty much everything else that they've put out. Yes, and absolutely. I don't think Andor looked all that great. I didn't bother watching it. I heard that it was good, though. I, didn't I heard bother. it was slow and a lot of world building, um, but I heard it was very good. Well, they they are, they have the mind that they're going to be able to create a new Star Wars universe that's yes. outside the Skywalker saga. Apparently, they got it and wrong. And it ain't going to fucking happen. And they dude. started creating it here on in, in the United States. You see a bunch of blue hairs walking around, a bunch of red hairs walking around. Mm. Some people thinking they're females. Other people they're males. They're looking like mo. It's like. Essentially, America, especially the inner cities these days, is most easily cantina. I, I'm Any telling corner. you, dude, there's going to be s- some kind of transgender fucking, oh. you know, oh, yeah. species oh. in Star Wars. Yes. And they, that, that would be the end of it for me because I'm just, I'm done. I'm done. I, I can't even get excited about Star Wars. You can it sucks. They really did kill because, the like, Golden Goose. I was excited for season two of The Mandalorian. And then by the end of it, and then when they fired, uh, uh, what's her name? Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Yeah. I was a little pissed about that. Yeah, was... And then I heard some things that they were going to do in the third season I wasn't that excited about. Yeah. And then, like I said, Andor, I couldn't really get excited about that. It was a, a, it was a tertiary character from Rogue One who gave a shit about him. Yeah, you know, weird. But that's what the whole fucking show is about, is that. It's like, It's, it's really, really weird. And if, I'll just be, I'll be for, straightforward. The third season is essentially about Bo-Katan. Being, you know, Superwoman. 
saving uh, Mandalorian's ass several times, or I should say uh, Din Jin, whatever his name is. She is one of those actresses. First, she's kind of homely looking. I don't know who we're talking about. Manjol. Is she the Asian one? No, no, no. It's uh, Katie Sekuloff. Her, her, what's the actor's name? Actress name, Tom? Katie Sekuloff or something like that? Yeah. She was on Babylon or something like oh, that? Oh, the, ch- the the chick Mandalorian. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's right. got a strong, she's got Manjol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. And she's got like the issue that most actors and actresses today have is they literally think they are the character in real life. Right. Like she's posting on Instagram, her homely self, Look at me! I'm doing the, you know, I'm doing a workout for uh, Mandalore or something like that. It's like, okay, that that's a gig. You you were an actress, that's, right? You're not really on Mandalore. You're not who you think you are. <laughs> you know, we could use your face as as a prototype for a jack o' lantern, but you are not. Are Bo-Katan. you excited for Asuka? No, I'm not. Yeah, neither am I. I'm not sure what I'm excited for in the Star Wars universe at this point. Neither am I, man. Nothing. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I mean, maybe do a, I was going to say maybe do a series without any Jedi or something. I don't know. There just doesn't seem to be anything that exciting that, you know. I mean, the only thing that would get me excited at this point is to have a Wookiee genocide movie. (laughs) I think that would be something that would pull me in. A Wookiee genocide? Like just stormtroopers, just delusion, just constant wave after wave of stormtroopers just annihilating the Wookiees. Well, yeah, I mean, they are supposed to be Nazis, aren't they? Yes. Just it an- makes sense. Just annihilating them. <laughs> In the canon. <laughs> just, just blow them away. No more Wookiees. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not doubting you. I, I don't. I'm, I believe you. It's the thorn in the side of the first and the only true trilogy of Star Wars. A thorn in the side. Elephant in the room, if you will. Griff in the corner. Gotta be aware of those. <laughs> Sneaky. Wait, what's that? So yeah, I I just I don't know. I I don't see anything that good on Disney Plus. And then on top of that, now they're staggering the releases of the new movies. Yes, they are. So okay, if you went out and saw Quantumania or whatever the fuck it was called in the theaters, then it came out on. Uh, Xbox and uh, you know, all the sale sites like yeah, uh, Amazon for, yeah. Prime and shit yes. where you can go in and you can buy it. Yes. You can get it on those sites. Yes, you do. <laughs> but it's not on Disney Plus no, yet. No, it's not. And you got to wait. And now they're saying, I think, May 17th or something is yes. the final release date for that. And, and I'm just like, I don't... The, the only Marvel movie that I've actually even been quasi-interested in seeing in a long time is the Gardens of Galaxy 3. Yeah, that's The first out two were pretty good. Y- tomorrow or today, yeah. I think tonight they're having like special previews. Oh, I'm not going to run out to go see yeah, it. I, I don't but, expect you to. Um, it's, you know, that's the only one I've been kind of excited to see. I do want to see Evil Dead Rise, yes. which I might go see that this weekend. Okay. Because I'm, you know, we're I'm just a huge Evil Dead fan. Aren't we all? And yeah. I'm interested to see how they go at it with it, you know, an ashless movie. Yeah. So, you know, we saw one other one that was very brutal without Ash, but th- it was just a remake of the original with, you know, just a different cast. Right. And a slightly different storyline, but it was pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're interested, Army of Darkness is in our suppository. 
Yes. Yes, it is. I can't believe we haven't done the Evil Dead movies. We were talking about it, and maybe we, that's something we can do for uh, Shocktober, which is kind of right around the corner. Yeah. Kind of. Maybe. It is on the horizon, I should say. It's yeah. not around the corner. It's on the horizon. So speaking of a shock, we were supposed to be doing Point Break this week. Yes, we were. The original Point Break from 1987. Yes, and we and tried to do movies that are on current streaming providers. Right. And when and I had it all lined up to watch it on HBO Max, and uh, it was May 2nd or May 1st when I sat down to go watch it, and it was fucking gone. Poof. So. Like another $10 billion of Ukraine. Yeah. Poof. Actually, Tom does the best sound effect. Yeah. Something like that. Good one, Tom. So we we couldn't do Point Break, so we decided that we would give you a separate double feature. Well, this is a triple feature because we did Keanu last week. Well, true. I'm just saying we're we're going in a different direction. Yes. We're celebrating Keanu Reeves. Library in May. Anyway, and keep going. today we're going to give you the Devil's Advocate, the Devil's which Advocate. we brought up a little bit last week. We certainly did. We praised it a lot. <laughs> and next week we will be reviewing Constantine. Constantine, two movies kind of in the same vein, if you will. More or less, yeah. I mean, they 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 <laughs> kind of. I mean, both Keanu Reeves, both you know, have to do with the the devil or hell yeah. or whatever. Religion. I felt, mm-hmm. and you know. I, w- I was almost about to talk about Constantine for a second there, so okay. let's not do that. I mean, and it was it was accidental, if you will. It was a happy accident. Sure. Happy little accident. But it was day. either that or, like, that cloud movie. Something in the clouds or yeah, some um, bullshit. And I was like, nah. We're going to say that for August. August. Isn't it like a bunch of middle-aged movies, middle-aged women movies? M. Night Shyamalan movie? No. M. M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, we chick flick. We should do an M. Night Shyamalan We did one. Yeah. A I month? Say. No, we didn't do a month. We did uh, a month. Signs, right? No, we didn't signs. do signs. Yeah, we did signs. We, we did, did signs. signs. Yeah. That's yeah. why I thought of it. But we should do like really terrible ones like The Village, Every which was predictable of his within the thir- first 30 seconds. Outside of The Sixth Sign. Yes. Or The, the Sixth, sixth sense. sense. Well, because <laughs> The Sixth Sense pre programmed you to think there's going to be a huge twist, like a massive twist. Well, everybody talks about the M. Night Shyamalan twist, Shyamalan but it, it's just... Shyamalan ding-dong. <clears throat> yeah, the truth is, is there's not much of a twist. No. Mostly. It's like, I, I can say The Village, I didn't see the end coming on The Village. Um, I t- but, I mean, I knew that the there was no beast. I knew there yeah. was no, you know, monster in the woods. But did I know that, it, you know... They were in the middle of the national park? Right. I swear to God. I, you can ask Mika when we leave. Within the first 30 seconds of the movie, as it's going, you're doing the uh, overlay of the, of the woods, yeah. and they get to the village, I'm like, this is probably in a national park. Yeah, I didn't, I, 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 I didn't see that coming. She will vouch you for it, and at the end, she's like, you'll be damned. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I knew most of the story, but I didn't know that part of it. And I should have seen it, especially when they send the blind chick out. Yeah. And it's like, oh no! Only the blind chick can go. Why? Because <laughs> it's the blind I'm convinced. The blind. We had to think of something to put in the script. So can we look back? Can we look back honestly now? Can we? And and admit that M Night Shyamalan <laughs> was at best a manufactured, uh, you know, rise. It was manufactured by the, the, the Hollywood, Hollywood and the media. You need to do this. You need to see this. This is great. He's the next whatever. 
and every movie is predictable and the same. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? You guys just told us to, to believe this, and then we did. Yeah. Because he's, he's got a funky name, and you told us. So we have to go and do it because we're all lemmings and sheeple. Of course, we can't see that until like 20 years after the fact. Right. Speaking of lemmings and sheeple, uh-huh. we got to get Sophie's a sh- here. We, Sophie's here. Yeah. Oh. I got to actually change the, the <laughs> intro because it says three guys. We got to incorporate Sophie. To, I'll, I'll come up with a new note opening when I get back from the vacation. But well, he, you don't say guys. You say fools. Fool. Oh, do I, I say three fools. Three fools. Well, there's four fools in here now. Well, no, she thanks. could be a non-fool, but uh, okay. in here. Yeah, Wait, I got straight A's, mister. Okay, never mind then. I'm sorry. Well, I've geez. had honorable for four oh, years. Well, excuse me. This is the things oh, I get. This is the things she get. Three fools and a nerd. Yeah, that's all. I'll, I'll like cut that in there. I'll just you keep the same intro. I'll just like you know do like that. Just and stop the music and just say <laughs> really bad and man. one nerd. <laughs> that's and then I'll, start the music exactly. again. Exactly. Well, no, sure. No, no, no. You have to say it. Me? I think that would. I be wouldn't great. say that about my daughter. She's a lovely person. <laughs> just say and nerd. Just, just now we're recording. Well, like cut the clip. <laughs> cut the clip. You can say it. I ain't saying it. I th- he said it before. Just cut that. Just cut that. Okay. I'll, we're maybe. good. We're good. Okay. okay. Um, anyway, speaking of nerd, and <laughs> we have to do this. Oh, Jesus. Thepin.com. Thepin.com. Never Trump bullshit. Thepin.com. Never Trump bullshit. Thepin.com. Yes, duckpin.com for all your wiffle ball needs. <laughs> it's is my, that what he's doing? It's my, about, favorite, it's my ball. favorite yeah, one. Let's give it about Griff's wiffle balls. <clears throat> the dude is obsessed with wiffle ball. And I guess we'll give a shout to his wiffle ball. What is it, wiff, Mid-Atlantic wiffle ball? No, it's... Uh, <laughs> I thought old, you were going to say middle-aged oh, wiffle ball. Middle-aged wiffle ball. Old, old, old line, line wiffle ball. Old line wiffle ball. Or old line wiffle. The dude, the dude must spend three hours a day working on it. Are, we're not the old line state, are we? Yes, we are. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. I always forget that. <coughs> yeah, we don't have a cool thing like live free or die, you know. No, we have the old line old state. Old line state. Oh, it's because neither the north nor the south wanted to claim us, so we're at the line. <laughs> I'm surprised that the Democrats in the House ha- didn't want to change it to, we have crabs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, have we have crabs. crabs. That's great. Crabs. Uh, what was that uh, <laughs> town in um, Canada that got in trouble for something like that? It was like... Uh, Vagina oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Ver- <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember either. It's a shit. It epidemic going around. It here. was like two months ago. That's why I can't remember. But I do remember the story. <laughs> it was a Canadian <laughs> Canadian town. They Their travel advisor had come up with a new slogan, which was something to the effect of, like, you know, come here for the pussy or something. Well, it, it's it was, the town yeah. that rhymes with fun. Magina. Magina. Yeah, that's it. Magina, that's it. Magina? Yeah, it was something. I don't something know if it that. was Magina, but it was something. It was something like very that. close to that. You get it lost in that good. town, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want to be downwind certain times of the month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it on a river? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The foliage around the place kind of gets a little hairy at times. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All Anywho. <right>. Anywho. 
That's it, folks. So uh, <laughs> that's the show. The that's Devil's the Advocate. Let's. Are we ready? We're ready. Okay. The Devil's Advocate. Oh, did we? Uh, did we have any closers for oh. last week? Uh, speed. Speed. Sophie, anything that you uh, forgot to mention last week about speed? I don't think I was here. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And well, you didn't watch the movie you either. Didn't watch so the movie. Thanks, sir. I give it a five out of ten. Appreciate that. There so you go. Thanks. Right down the middle. That's pretty close to what we all gave it. I think I yeah. gave it a six and a half or a six, and you gave it a six. I gave it a four and a half. No, you didn't. Uh, yeah. I did. I yeah, did. You gave it a low score. Cause I gave it a low score. Cause oh, and then I changed didn't, didn't, mine to four and a half. That's what it was. I gave it a I, six. Yeah, Tom gave it a six because I was entertained. I initially yeah. said six with Tom. Yeah. But then as soon as I realized that Tom said six and you said four and a half i just changed it to four yeah and a half. I, that's, that's you a, were like i wanted to be part of the, the cool right answer. crowd <laughs> that's a listen. you were like it was poorly written the bus flying off <laughs> off the ramp uh and Ooh. something else logistics like, were, and sandra bullock oh, sandra bullock yeah. yeah she was horrible in that and that's unfortunate that's unfor- she's a much better actress well it's it's one of those movies that if you have nothing better to do on a rainy saturday afternoon around two o'clock and there's nothing on you've cleaned the house like you literally have no life, yep. and that's on TV, you'll probably watch it. Yeah, yeah, most likely. Or you would prefer to watch a much better movie like, I don't know, The Devil's Advocate. The Devil's Advocate. Hey, nice which came out uh, sure October 17th. Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> October 17th, 1997, opened to $12.1 million, which is good enough for second place. What's on TV, Grandma? Nice. In the week, uh, totaled out at sixty point nine million, which was good enough for 29th on the year, and worldwide it did one hundred and fifty two point nine million dollars. It opened up against "I Know What You Did Last Summer," which came out in first place that week, and that's in our suppository. That's, I know, I got excited about it. Ah, that's in our suppository too. That's what. Yeah, Jennifer Hull, Jennifer Love Hewitt and her two friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lefty and righty. <laughs> the only thing I can remember about that review. Uh, and Bean, you know, uh-huh. Mr. Bean came out in tenth place that year. Uh, that week, uh, the other movies that were in the top ten: Kiss the Girls, Seven Years in Tibet, In and Out, Soul Food, Rocket Man, The Peacemaker, and L.A. Confidential. That's a great movie. I, I have know. still never seen L.A. Confidential. I have no idea why. Do you have it on DVD or anything? I have it on DVD. No. I'll, I'll, no. I'll, I'll I, do, remind well, me to give you the DVD. don't give it to me right now because I don't have my whole that's house right. is still in a All mess. Right. Remind me to give it to you. That's how much I like that movie. That's a, that's a oh, it's a normal I mean, it's movie. no Gladiator, okay. But, but, it's, but, it's, but it's Well, well speaking of Gladiator, that actually comes it, up, I think, somewhere in this it right does. here. It does. Or maybe it's it next does. week's. The whole enchilada, no, in this one. This it one, is this yeah. One. The whole enchilada is in this one. You see it all. Okay. Did anyway, it, so. Tripped up Ma- Canadian City. Right. Um, so th- it was directed by Taylor Hackford. Yes. Uh, who directed An Officer and a Gentleman Against All Odds, Delorious Claiborne. Against All Odds. There's a movie. You know who uh, wrote the theme song for that movie? Uh, yes, uh, Phil Collins. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I brought it up. Yes, yes, yes. We were watching the video for Against All Odds the other day. Yeah, that's like one of those early 80s movies where it stars a bunch of actors that aren't really doing anything. No, no. No, It was a weird one. (laughs) Yeah, it was like a football player who was hired as a bounty hunter or something. I think the song, which which was, you know, Against All Odds, which was the theme song for the movie, was bigger than the movie itself. Yeah, it was a great song. So it's a, it's a I, fantastic song. Phil Collins is a, is a fantastic musician. 
Uh, yeah, most times, yes. So cool. anyway, uh, the right there there was three writers on this: mm-hmm. Andrew Niedermeyer or Niederman, who wrote the original novel, um, and then John Lemkin wrote the screenplay. He's right. mostly known, other than Devil's Advocate, for Lethal Weapon Four. Yeah, and Tony Gilroy, who I have to talk about because. His list of movies are very similar to my list of movies. So you have The Cutting Edge, Dolores Claiborne, Extreme Measures, The Devil's Advocate, Armageddon, which is in our suppository, suppository. Bait, The Born Identity, Born Supremacy, Born Ultimatum, Michael Clayton, Born Legacy. So all the Born movies, Jeez, basically. The, busy. the Great Wall, Rogue One, Rogue a Star Wars story, and Andor, the, Dis- the, the story that we were just talking wow. about earlier. <laughs> He wrote all that shit. So he's all over the goddamn place. Isn't he, though? Um, of course, the big star of this movie, Keanu Reeves. Yes, sir. Well, I guess Actually, it's who you asked, but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But the 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 primary star, of course, is Keanu Reeves, um, which, of course, we just had him in Speed. We're doing him in Constantine next week, and you pretty much know everything else he's in. Um and the other big star that, well, two other big stars in this movie include Al Pacino, which almost uh, didn't make the cut. Keanu Reeves took a huge pay cut mm-hmm. to make sure that they could bring Al Pacino in to do this role because uh, he said that he would be ideal for the role. He wanted him on this role, so he took a huge pay cut to make sure he could make it. Mm-hmm. And then Charlize Theron. Yeah, who plays factor. his wife, and she was just hitting her prime yep. right then. And I was explaining to Sophia the other night because we were watching this, and you know, Charlize Theron was hot as balls. And of course, you know, you get a nice full nude shot oh. of her, oh, which yeah. is nice. And she's not the only full nude oh, shots yeah. you get, but uh, get some. We um. I was talking to her, and I was trying to explain to her what they did to her in the movie Monster. Yeah. Which they took this gorgeous woman and just literally turned her into, you know, Eileen Warnos, which is not a gorgeous woman. And she looked very much like Eileen Warnos in that movie. It was very impressive, the amount of... um, Makeup and, 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 you know, whatever the hell they did to make yeah. her look that way. Because, you know, you take you take something beautiful and turn it into a pile of shit. And that's just as impressive as doing it the other way around, yep. in my opinion. Yep. And yeah, then, of course... pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, she's dog ugly in that movie. Um, and then, of course, the only other big star... Well, there's a couple mo- smaller names. I didn't go through the whole list. Is uh, Jeffrey Jones, the, you know... <laughs> The pedo. The pedo. Well, the I did he actually get convicted? I believe he did. Okay. Let me, let me, well, let me you say. know what? I We're going to just say alleged pedo for now. Uh, Allegedly. Because I don't feel like getting sued anytime soon. But, of course, Jeffrey Jones. I don't think he's with us anymore. I don't think he can sue you. I, think I, he, I believe he's still alive. Is he? Um, I don't have him no, listed. No, he's still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have him listed as dead, so he's alive. Um, and, you know, of course, he's he was in a shit ton of movies in the 80s. I guess most people remember him from Ferris Bueller's Day Off or Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Um, but we remember him from Ed Wood. Ed Wood? Which is in our suppository and one of the best episodes that we did. We actually have gotten championed on that on our uh, feedback page. Uh, Jones was arrested twice. 
Oh, sorry. In, in 2002, Jones was arrested for possession of child pornography and accused by a 17-year-old boy of solicitation to pose for nude photographs. He put a no contest to a charge of soliciting a minor as the accuser was 14 when their first offense occurred. At the same time, the misdemeanor charge of possession of child pornography was dropped. His attorney emphasized there was no, no allegation of improper physical contact. His punishment was five years probation, counseling, and the requirement to register as a sex offender. Fucking weak. As of 2023, Jones was listed on the U.S. Department of Justice National Sex Offender Database. So we can call him a sex offender, He's, but we can't call him a pedo? Yeah. Whatever. The left gets offended when you use that word. Well, yeah, that's the new thing. Uh, and he was also another Tim Burton movie. Child, uh, what what are they like to be called? Child uh, aroused or yeah. child? No, uh, maps. No, there's a, no, different, no, there's a different term now. People. Yeah, minor attracted people is maps, but now they're using a newer one. Yes. Even because they're really? trying to make it more, they, they keep trying to make it more sound like it's a disease. Acceptable. Yeah, like a, a, a Joe that can Biden. Be a treated. Joe Biden disease. Kitty did a litis. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it should be. <laughs> kitty diddle. Diddle a kitty? That's perfect. Diddle diddle kitty perfect. So now that's the third uh, newly named uh, procedure in the last two weeks. Yes. Of course, last week we discussed addictomy <laughs> and remove addictomy. That's right. And now we talk about, what What was it? Uh, kitty tittle, kitty tittleitis or D- Diddle. Kitty diddleitis. Kitty diddleitis. There oh, we go. There you go. It's the newest procedure in... The AMA, the AMA is going to be discussing soon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so let's get into this fucker because this is a brilliant movie at the same time being so overacted. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, um, but it's one of those cases. It's it's amazing because like last week we talked about how certain characters were overacting like Dennis Hopper and other characters were underacting like... Uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Uh, but this week you have most of the characters basically overacting through the whole movie, uh, and yet it doesn't take you out of it no. somehow. They they no. were going to the extreme. The logic was out the window in some things. The only issue that I had with this movie, and it, 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 I bet it's not the same as my issue. It relates to probably not. It relates to a lot of movies that involve court, the courtroom. Yes. First off. There's no reason for that entire courtroom to be packed. No, no, of it's, course it's not. Like, <laughs> listen, but it, that's a that's a it's that's a dramatic. I'm just saying for but, drama. But yeah. it's like, and 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 there's no reason for said jurors. I mean, not jurors. Said audience, which is again never packed. The only people that are ever in a courtroom are usually like a family member. Of the person who's about to go to jail. Could you imagine a real trial no. in a movie? Oh, it would bore you to tears. Bore you to, oh, I would, yeah, bore you to tears. The amount of pauses that are going on, amount of like lawyers. Like, mm, I think the second court case is even less believable than the first because at least oh. the first oh. court case, it was kind of big news in that town well, that a teacher town, was diddling a kid. Diddling kid. And you had the parents of the kid. You had other witnesses the there. The entire and town then, was in there. It did seem that way, but I'm saying... And there's a reporter covering it. It was huge. But the thing was, is like he, Keanu Reeves is like talking about what the girl wrote about the dude. Like, yeah. Huge hog beast, and the crowd's like, oh. I know. Oh, my God. It's so it's like, over. <laughs> and, and you know that the impact wouldn't be there. The one thing that I did find to be 
somewhat realistic was the fact that before he actually introduced the evidence, he walked over and kind of showed it to the jury, which would be something that a an attorney would do, which is, of course, you can't do that. You can't, you can't do, do that. that. But he did it because before he tried to introduce it as evidence, just in case... The judge said the no. The judge said no. Yeah. So he manages to get it, get them to see it before it's even introduced as evidence. Yeah. And that was, I love that little piece. You like that? That's, that? I thought that was really good. You know what I hate about that first thing? What? When he goes into the bathroom and the, the reporter sits there and goes, you know, you can't win them all. And then he does that little, you know, click with his, the, yeah, wow. I can't do that. And winks at him. Yeah. And then for some reason, Keanu Reeves, after he's walked out of the room, does it back at him? I'm just like, I hate that. I, I, I don't. It, it's so disturbing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it bothers me <laughs> right. that much. But I it's agree. like one of the. It's it's like that nitpicky thing when yeah. you watch a movie and you love all of it. There's yes. always something that stands out to you that's just like this is the dumbest thing anybody's ever done in the in the history of film. <laughs> yes. Yes. Everyone's brain is a motherboard, and everyone <laughs> has a little piece of fuzz yep. somewhere. That's where yours is. Exactly. <laughs> and it just shorts out right there. And anytime you see it, it bzz, and you just can't stand it. Yep. Yep. Because the rest of the movie, I don't have a lot of complaints <laughs> about the rest of the movie. Uh, yeah. I even like the little nuances like Pacino's name, John Milton. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a, yeah, yeah. If you know John Milton, author of Paradise Lost. Paradise Lost, yeah. Oh, which is about smart. man's first disobedience. Yes. It's very, very smart. Um, I like the idea that he was. Uh, I like the idea, even not because I am one, but the nuances of him being an attorney and the speech he gave about yep. why, you know, he chose being an attorney. The law. Oh, one of his many Di- <laughs> diatribes. Ah! I mean, he's got so many monologues in this movie. Oh my gosh! And then there's just you see him go from a monologue where he's just kind of commanding the room and then they go to the next scene and he's literally getting head under a table. Oh, it's that, like, that's, what the and, fuck? And it blows smiling. your mind. And, and the smile it. he puts on his face is brilliant. And then if you pay <laughs> close attention, because of course, in the Garden of Eden, you, you know, Satan was represented by a snake. The entire movie he's doing like this little snake thing with his tongue, mm-hmm. which is just, just my, you know, small little yes. minor details all throughout the movie that just make the performance brilliant, mm-hmm. even though it's so over the fucking top. So, but it, I think it's supposed to be, and that's why it didn't take me out of the movie so much. Yeah. Because what would the devil be? He would be, you know, boisterous. He would yeah. be John Milton. Yes. There, there's no way of getting around that. And, I, I mean, now, granted, you this is the first time you saw it. Yeah. How much of the movie was surprising to you? Have you Actually, you've seen it before, lot. right? No, it's the first time I've seen oh, it. Oh, okay. Well, why don't let Tom go first, and then you can go. Like, what surprised me? Yeah. Uh, the level of nudity surprised me. Okay. A ton. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, won't it was say I was shocked. Ninety-seven. I, I so was, I think that was you had you had a surge in the eighties of nudity uh-huh. in like the teen comedy type sh- genre, mm-hmm. and then that surge of nudity kind of came back in. The uh, late nineties, late nineties, yeah. and dramas, yes. and then you had one last surge of nudity that came in the early two thousands, but that was mostly male nudity. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you would, that's when all of a sudden every guy had to show his junk on, and because it's a huge laugh. 
like forgetting Sarah Marshall and those kinds of movies. Everybody was showing their junk. And it was just like, okay, great, wonderful. Bring the tits back, please. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you know, go ahead. I'm sorry, but nothing, Tom. Nothing else really surprised me. I, uh, I, I, I thought it was well done, but I did nothing really like about the writing or about the plot. Or anything like that. Oh, okay. So you you knew from the get go, right from the source, that he was the devil, and yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I knew too because I knew I knew what I was getting myself into. She had never even seen a trailer for the movie prior wow. to watching the movie. So what what was surprising to you, Sophia? I mean, it was pretty obvious the whole time that he was the devil. Speak. It was pretty obvious the whole time that he was the devil. I was not expecting the chick that the main guy is trying to screw the whole time to be his sister. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Half sister. Did you see that oh, one come coming? On. That doesn't no, no, I didn't see that coming. I, I mean, I won't say it like surprised me. I, I was just like, oh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't see the ending coming either, like at I? the climax where he uh, shot himself. Right. So. Your, most of your surprises came in basically the last 10 minutes of the movie. Well, that's the best way to build a twist. Like, just no uh, clue. Yeah. An M. And Night Shyamalan twist that was actually somewhat of a fucking Shyamalan twist. Shyamalan ding dong. <laughs> you know, because you, they do play it up like he's buying into the whole thing, you know, son of Satan and all this right. shit. But you know in the I back of his head. I didn't know he was his son. Until, like, they told me, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. That do make sense. <laughs> that do make sense. <laughs> well, I, they kind of give it to you when Eddie, you know, uh, Eddie, uh, Jeffrey Jones. Eddie Barla, Eddie Barla, Barla Barstow Barla. or something like that. He comes up to him, and he's like, you know, you're a partner in the company, and you, and it looks like you've always been a partner in the company. It's so deep in the, mm -hmm. the bylines, and if you're trying to push me out and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he's like, so there's that whole scene. Where you know Barlow's going after him, which there's no aggression, even when he catches Barlow doing shit. Yeah, because essentially at some point in time he's caught by the the government. He, the yeah. government's coming after him for, and they never really go into no, any specifics about it because it's. I don't think it's really that important. No, it's just to show every single time that they show something that doesn't have to do with um, Milton. Or Keanu Reeves, Kevin. It's yeah. It's it's just to show how evil every single one of these people that are associated with this firm is. Right, I would agree with that. Um, and and how easily they're manipulating his wife and basically driving her insane. Yes. And but I do love and and I don't know how you cannot love the subtlety. Do you have to take a break or something? No, no, just my, yeah, my next. The, the subtlety right. of Milton pushing him oh. not to do the case. Oh, yeah. To take care of his wife. The temptation. He keeps trying to yeah. tell him, go do it. Go take care of your wife. Nobody's yeah. going to be upset with you. Yeah. I'm not going to give a shit. But he's doing it in a way that he yeah. knows that plays to this yeah. guy's ego. Exactly. And it's so perfectly written. It is. It's that fantastic. I, I just love the way they, they curve those two characters yes. together. That, especially that scene when they're walking out. They're in they're in the streets of New York City, mm -hmm. um, and she, he's like, you know, I'm afraid that if I don't, yep, if I if I let go of the case, I'll I'll re and she know. gets better, yeah, then I'll resent her for yeah, exactly. it exactly. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my God, how egotistical can you be? Yeah. 
to put yourself, you're putting yourself above your wife. You're putting yourself above everything in your life. Yeah. It's just you can't even see the forest for the trees, yep. or the trees for the forest, or yep. whatever the fucking saying is. Yep. Can't see the bees. It was it was it was brilliantly written. Can't um, see the bees in the beehive. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see the bees in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I tell you one ask. What are you guys oh, talking about? It doesn't. Who fuck knows? I don't know. Go ahead. But uh, one cringe-worthy part of this movie, not necessarily because it was bad writing, but just cringe. I'm afraid of heights. Is when, like, he first brings him up to uh, his his yeah. suite, and he's going out the edge and all that of his, his, his uh outside his tower, his office. Yeah. Oh my god! I was like, yeah. I was. Oh. I, I assumed <laughs> that that was. Not filmed very up high. I, I okay, there's no, no goddamn way. They have those for real. I'm sure they do. And people swim in that little pool you saw too. That's the insane. one that goes right over the edge. Well, that those are called what it, infinity pools infinity or pools, something yeah. like that. Some of them have glass bottoms too, so you can see the street oh, below. The hell with that. Yeah, I think that's some crazy <laughs> shit. That's I don't know if I'd say that was cringe, <laughs> but it was that definitely <laughs> water would turn yellow real quick. <laughs> it would make brown. you uncomfortable. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone out like there. Like elevator and speed. <laughs> I, I, I I suffer from a little bit of... A little bit? Shit. Cowardice? No. No. Cowardice. I, that's, I, that's, I suffer that's from... the um, scientific term for it. Yeah. <laughs> from... Um, holy Vertigo? shit. Vertigo? Vertigo, thank you. Yeah. And I, I would I would literally just fall over and fucking The technical term is called heightophobia. <laughs> heightophobia. Sure. But mine All is places. literally <laughs> vertigo. I like cowardice better. When I'm up top, when I'm up high, I lose my balance and I, I like immediately feel like I'm gonna fall over. Oh my yeah. Jimmy, you gotta go up in that elevator all, all the way. And that was not oh something I would. That was a problem when I was a kid. Did, were, did you have vertigo when you were a kid? I don't know. I just know that I do not like heights. Dude, I used to climb up on trees. I used to climb on my roof all the time. I was the one that would go up on the top roof and be able to, like, hang all the Christmas shit. Um, I would jump off the roof. I didn't care. It would yeah, no. never bothered me. You're an old so you jumped man. down and then I, two and stories? I think. Wait a second. No, 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 no. I wouldn't no, jump, no, 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 I wouldn't no, no. jump okay. from the top roof I down. I just want clarification for that, okay? No, I could jump from the bottom roof down. I mean, that's only 10 feet. Okay. Um, but I, I wouldn't jump from the top roof down. I, yeah, I didn't know. you. It sounded like you were saying you were jumping no, from no, the roof. No, 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 no. Then you misunderstood me then, sir. I, I, I hate to mislead you with, with you know, information of that caliber. He had knees of steel. <laughs> Seriously. I, I would literally just jump down into a superhero pose. <laughs> what do you think it would look like right now? <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Anywho, Oops. we um, but then like I think it was late twenties, mid twenties, because I mean you know my history, you know my nineteen through twenty one yes. year history. Yes, there. and uh, after that, I had some severe vertigo. Yes, yeah, like heights would really fuck with me. I mean, even go even as far as I went to opening day. At the new Soldier Field. Okay. Okay, the, the fucking alien spaceship, the spaceship crashed yeah. into Soldier Field. Yes. <laughs> and I went, I started climbing up the 
the, the stairs, yes. and I was getting dizzy. My uncle was so bad, he had to crawl up the fucking stairs. Really? He couldn't even get up the damn stairs, but I could get up holding the handle. But if I had let go of the handle, I probably would have fallen down the damn stairs there. Wow. How, I, what happened when you got to your I'm sorry, Tom. What, did, what happened when you got to your seat? When you're in your seat, you're okay. You put a seatbelt like, buckle on? You can on? S- stabilize because you're, like, sitting, and <laughs> then you. other people start coming around you, so it's not as, it's not as it's, open, you kinda so get it yourself. doesn't feel... You know, but he didn't even go to get a beer the whole fucking game wow. because he's like, the and he's just like, from now on, I'm I'm not sitting up high in this place ever again. I will spend a thousand dollars for each ticket down there. Yeah, well, he's nuts. <laughs> All right, Tom, I, sorry. I feel I way at Oral Park at some of the really nosebleed yeah. sometimes when I'm going up. And I only sit in the front rows with uh, Jimmy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, I know. You weren't invited. But uh, sometimes when I sit up there, that's or the what didn't we, didn't we go to uh, was that your birthday that we went to the skybox? skybox yeah, the skybox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was nice. That's the, that's the, how I roll now. Yeah, the that's club level skyboxes are <laughs> fucking cool as shit. They are cool as shit. I was not running. I one probably out. wouldn't like it as much if there was a bunch of people in it though. <sighs> Which, of course, the one you I mean you can tell the story about uh, <clears throat> the one time we went to the game and bought the tickets from the gangster. Oh, that was kind of shady. No, I thought we were trying to sell the tickets. Did we buy them or did we sell them? We got there and... Oh, shoot. Then we sat next to them. We, yeah. Because we didn't... We bought the tickets. They said we had a couple extra tickets. Yeah. And they were club seats. And we were like, okay. Yeah. And I and I think that we got a relative... We either gave them our other tickets or we got rid of the other tickets. I don't yeah, know. I, don't I can't remember what we did with the other tickets. That's when Baltimore City was safe. Right. And so we go, go up there. to the club there level. There was a time. The time, bef- the land before time. Yeah. So we go up to this club level, and it's the first time either one of us had been on a club yeah, level. It's fantastic. And we get there, and we see the guy there, and then the guy sitting next to him, and we basically realize that this was a mob guy. This is a, it was definitely, it was definitely mob. a mob yeah, guy. Yeah, definitely a mob guy. <laughs> and, like, it was amazing because... You stood up for the national. There was no chance yeah. you weren't going to stand yeah. up for the national you anthem. You stood your ass up. And then I remember the seventh inning stretch when he got up and started singing and turned around, <laughs> and all of a sudden everybody in the fucking box starts yes. singing along. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was great. I'm just like, I was singing my yeah. ass off. That's awesome. This guy fucking kill both of us just the because. And, and he was nice, though. Right. He was a nice guy, but. I think we were both kind of scared shitless to, to, to say or do anything. No. <laughs> Nothing beats the time we want and harass Barry Bonds, though. Was that Barry Bonds? that we Brady. Brady. We, we always got Brady, but yeah, we but did get Barry Bonds once. Yeah, but it was that one time we trashing Barry Bonds over and over. He, like, looked over at us. Oh, he was he pissed. Was pissed. But Brady was the one that we really got. Brady Anderson, yeah, especially that year that he hit the 52 home runs. Yeah, we were just making And we just... <laughs> lambasted the <laughs> shit out of that guy. I mean, we were talking about what what was the to- something about going to a gay bar and throwing darts and shit. <laughs> That's right. Oh my god. Oh my god. And I think it was a somewhat true story. I don't want to say that it was true or not true because I don't really know 100%. Allegedly. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Um but I believe that there was a story going around at the time that he may have been playing for Another team other than the uh, Orioles. He was pinch-hitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was pinch-hitting. We would also uh, had a habit of taking ice from our Cokes, and we put it between our fingers. <laughs> 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 and it would boink, 
And the thing is, it hit people like, you know, and they would always look up. Of course they would, because we wouldn't move our fucking head. It would just be like this, think, and it would shoot off and hit somebody like five, six rows down. And we wouldn't even have to move. No, we would see it. <laughs> but it was <laughs> seeing their stink faces as they immediately looked up. Every time. That was great. Anyway, back to this fucking movie. How much time do we got left? We're at 44 oh, minutes. Okay, okay. So, um. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like, they get headed on. Because <laughs> they immediately assume it's from the upper deck. Poor bird. Bird shitting on them or something. Yeah, that was fun. Anyway, so, uh, back to this. Uh, Devil's Advocate. I, this is another one of those episodes where there's so little to bitch about. There is. As Tom said, there's two beautiful women who definitely show off their bodies. Oh, my God. I that wish I knew the name of the other chick, the uh, oh, redhead. Lucille. And that's her real name? Or that well, was I don't know. If she's show. from Gladiator. Yeah, she's in, oh, okay. she's in Gladiator, yeah. Yeah, she Which is. Which was like three years after this. Phew. Man, she was smoking. She took that everything off at the end. Oh, whoa. I still probably would have taken Charlize Theron no, before I, I took no, her. Lucille. <laughs> but she was beautiful. They both were. Oh, my God. The black chick was hot as shit. She, was she took her top off. Yeah. I mean. Talking about her breastesses. It was. Now, and then it was another you thing. touch him? <laughs> the CGI was pretty good was for pretty, 97, man. Pretty, pretty good. You know, I mean, pretty, we're pretty, looking. Pretty, pretty good. 97, so you 93 was Jurassic Park, right? No, no, it was earlier than that, like 94. Jurassic Park was like 93, 94. Okay, well, that's basically no, the way to say it, 93. But, uh, so. 97. No, 97 oh, okay. is this movie. Okay. I said so Jurassic I Park confused. is 93. I apologize for So, whatever. Confusion-ness. What doesn't matter? The point is, is that <laughs> we went from Jurassic Park to that, you know, Pretty damn good CGI yeah, in Jurassic Park so. yeah. for the time. Yeah, I don't know if it would fly nowadays. You could see a lot of you know chalkiness and stuff like that. Yeah. But then you know we're now five six years later, and you're seeing the subtle CGI. Yeah. Like it back then, it was all about the big explosive. Yes. You in know, your face. What, in your face type of CGI. And now we're getting to a point where we're seeing like little things, like the hands inside her body and yeah. shit. It's that was CGI? No, it was a real person. A real person. Oh, inside of her like body. Sure. It, was, it was like how they did the walls in that one uh, scary movie. Yeah, but the problem is that that was a wall, not a human being. Yeah, this was Weinstein's I it was hands. was a fake human being. <laughs> Charlie, what's his name? Weinstein? What's, yeah. his, what's his name? It was his hands all over her breast. I did like the that would have been before the movie. That was yeah. I did like the subtlety of of the evil and all that stuff was really cool. But to show movie. that everybody was more or less. Oh yeah, they're all demons. Corrupted yep, demons all, by yep, then, and, yeah. and I think that that was brilliantly done. Oh, absolutely. Um, the subtlety of everything. I wish I had read the novel. I never did. I neither did I. Uh, so I'm not really sure how well it kept to the novel. But since they brought him in. You know, for initial, you know, to work with the yeah. people to do the screenplay. I'm guessing that at least it met his standards. Yes. Unlike, you know, The Shining for Stephen King. He didn't like it? He didn't like it for uh, a long, long time. Stephen King's a, a curmudgeon. Yeah, he a little bit. Skeletal-looking motherfucker. A little bit, a little bit. Kiss my ass. I hate that guy. Can't stand Stephen King. I like Stephen King's work. I, I mean, don't his like work. Him. Not all of his work is good. Some of it's good. I think it's overrated in some parts. 
Like it's sure, Uber I think sometimes. that when you put out like 60, 70 books, mm. no. yeah, you're not going to all be A+. Plus. I got so fucking bored of reading um, Salem's Lot. I don't need to know what the, the fucking knob on the, the, the stairs yeah, is made of. Yeah, Salem's Lot is not the... It's boring as shit. Now, Running Man was the great. best. But he was a Bachman novel. Yeah. There's a couple now I like. I liked uh, Silver Bullet. It was fantastic. I thought that... Um, it's a novella. It's about a werewolf. Uh, what's a, the Keys movie? Florida Keys. Yeah, the one that was in the Florida Keys. I can't remember the name of um, the book. Something Keys. I, I Whatever it was. Leaving Las Vegas. It was fucking good. Um, but then the ending stunk, which is the big problem with a lot of his stuff. Oh, a lot of, yeah, he doesn't know how to finish a book sometimes. Yeah. Like his mo- his stories are great, and then they get to the end, and it's like, uh, like why'd a, you do like that? A, did you read um did you read his epic? Oh, the stand? No, no, no. Oh, no. the uh, Wild West one. Um yeah. shoot, the tower. The yeah, dark the tower. tower. Dark I, tower series. I started reading that and got bored of it, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I I've read the whole thing out. and the accessory books and all the other stuff and the ending is once again it's like this great underwhelming long, you know, epic fucking story. You get to the end, and it's just like, wow, that yeah, was that's, quite that's a letdown. It's a fucking letdown. I hate that. So I hate that. It is what it is. It is what it is. Anyway, that is not the case with Devil's mm. Advocate, though. No. Let's give it a score. So, for your first uh, viewing of the Devil's Advocate, what what would you give it? Like a uh, 8.5. Oh. Yeah. I, I like it. I love this movie. I would definitely give it an 8. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't... There's... Always room for improvement in certain things. Um, I think there's so many extra, you know, tertiary characters that I don't know that they needed to be there. I'm not sure if the whole story with the uh, FBI. Oh, the the commission guy. Yeah, I don't know that any of that needed to be there. Like, I don't know what the point of it was other than to show that he keeps saying how he can't he can't. You know, free will, free will through the whole spiel. But yeah. then, if you can control a car crashing into a guy, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, how much free yeah, will? It's, you a, it's know. a valid point there. So I, it's there's, you know, and of course, even that scene. And I think we were discussing this like, you know, at during the credits, the credits roll at the end of this movie, and you are expecting if you're going to hear a Rolling Stone song. You're expecting sympathy for the devil, yeah. And they they put on paint it black, and it's just like a it's a, one of the best swerves ever. It is it's because great. you're just sitting there like I love this song, yeah. Why the fuck didn't they play the other song that I wanted yeah. to hear? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then it gets stuck in your head for the next. Oh hour, yeah, and you're like, God damn it! It's an awesome swerve. Actually, I think I'm gonna bump mine up to an eight and a half too. I I think it, it's just it's a really really good movie. It's yeah. not perfect, but it's. It's damn worth a watch, yeah. uh, you know. Anybody, Thomas, Thomas the Choo Choo, Choo Choo. Ah, uh, I don't know. I, it's either eight or nine. I there's not. I like the subtlety. I like the theming. Everyone acted. It it, uh, it was great. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's not much, and the, you know, you couldn't make that ty- a type type of movie now for a number of reasons. But one, no one does subtlety anymore. No. No one builds up to something. Oh, well, it's it's, it's like too obvious. They're not making movies anymore. It was How? an intri- interesting mix of subtlety, though. Like, it was very obvious the dude was the devil. But then, like, there were other things that were very subtle and not very 
clear. Right, and then at the same time, overacting. It, 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 the dichotomy of that is just it's yeah. mind-blowing when you think about it. It's like, how do you overact that much and at the same time be extremely subtle? It's yeah. just, what the fuck? It just, it's, it, it, it really fucks with you a little bit. Yes. The whole movie kind of mm. oh, fucks does. with you. I, I, I agree. Uh, the subtlety is great. Like One of the biggest things I like is how they slowly take um, Charlize Theron, Theron down her own path of yeah. this insanity, like from the painting of the walls and her, her you know, the, the her friends saying, eh, I don't know about that, it's too hospitaly or something like that. Oh, Just, God, that is brilliant. Oh, that whole so scene with the paint. It doesn't suit your complexion. Yeah, it's so good. And it's, it's like I said, it's so subtle and just so, yes. just pinprick. Pinprick, pinprick yep. on her until it just drives her completely insane. Yes, little, little like, yeah, yeah. And it's great. I'm gonna give it a, uh, an eight as well. Yeah. Um, I think it's a solid movie. I think the three guys running to get Eddie Barstow at the end. I think that reminds us, reminds me of us three. You know how they're all running in sync. Yeah, that's us. I I didn't understand <laughs> the point of that per se, and that's one of those one little scenes where, like I said, if, if you're, you know, you start looking at things and you start nitpicking, I mean, that's one of those scenes that I, that takes away from it for me. Mm. Like I said, why is the FBI involved? Why are these three guys, these, what the hell were the three guys that were chasing him? It didn't make Us any sense. going after another yeah. movie. That was kind of weird. <laughs> all, in, all in unison, all bouncing the same time together. But it doesn't pay off at all. Like he's no, literally running he's from them. He's going insane. And then he's he ends up with. getting beat up by like vagrants. <laughs> and they're demon, demonic vagrants. Right. So it's just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's it, just the guy screwing at them. <laughs> sure. All right. But anyway, yeah. I, I mean, it. Like I said, it's it's a near perfect movie, but there is some weird subplot shit that don't seem to make any sense. Really? Maybe it makes more sense if you read the book. Maybe it does. And it's one of those things where they squeeze in. Yeah, I mean, I think that you would have to say at some point in his history that he probably did something to those three joggers. Yeah. But since it's not told to you, then it's well, like... What's the point? Wh- yeah, what's the point of it? Because he's scared of them. Yep. Immediately. Oh, he's, he sees them. Well, so there's got to be something. He's running the wrong way, and they're all running the same way that he is. So it's pretty dang obvious that they're following him. And also, they I keep disappearing, <laughs> and nobody else can see them. Right. I thought Milton sent them. Well, the Milton no. did send them, but, but they, why? since they That's were disappearing on and off, you would think, did he? Are they really there? Who's hallucinating, him or you? Right. Right. And then, of course, he sent them because it, 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 Milton wanted to be him and Keanu. Running everything. He wanted everyone out. Oh, well, that wouldn't have mattered anyway. <clears throat> he could easily manipulate any of that shit. I'm a fan of man. I mean, it fan seems like man. it seems like everything that goes wrong is all these dominoes, I'm a humanist. dominoes falling, right? And it, yeah. and, it, and it accelerates as it gets to the end of the movie. <sighs> yeah, I, I mean... Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. It's great. And then that one scene in the elevator... <laughs> he's got those two chicks making out <laughs> oh, in the yeah. elevator, and he's just like... You want to come up? <laughs> I like, love, love his faces. I mean, like, Surely Theron's going to give me shit tonight. Yeah. Or I can go up and talk to John. Yeah. Talk, talk to John. To John. <laughs> talk to John. Hang out with the two ladies. Lady friends. Uh, anyway, let's wrap this bitch in a bow. All right. <laughs> we'll be back next week with another Keanu Reeves movie. Kind of in the same vein. Constantine. Bye-bye. <laughs>